Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming up on TMS, who is Rorschach? That's the question. Daft Punk and Tennille. Barry Gordon, James Levitt, Fraggle, Scott, Bibby Show. Unsolved mystery solved. Receiving the PlayStation vaccine. All roads lead to Kaylee Cuoco. Resonance evil. There are four nutkicks. Crystallized internet entity. Oh, those connect. You'll know a deuce when you see it. Kevin is done with your routes. You shall have none in Littleton, none in Denver West, and no Lieutenant Yar. Don't polish the bishop. Knock him over. Counting pennies by the quarter with Bill. It was major spoilers all along and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I don't understand the internet. Like, where do we hold all of the information in the internet? Is there crystals or what's holding the internet? Betty tells me that blouses and skirts rate A-plus with schoolgirls. The Morning Stream. Morning Stream, Batman. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS, The Morning Stream. It's Monday, February 22nd, 2021. So that's uh, 2 uh, two twenty two twenty one. No. Yeah, 2221. 2221. Two, 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 <laughs> yes. A year from now, you're going to. You're absolutely going to go ape shit on the uh, during the opening of TMS. Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm so excited. <laughs> I wonder what day that falls on. Does that fall? Oh my god! I hope that doesn't fall on a weekend. Oh, it could. We'll have to do a show that day because we're required by. Uh, I mean, you know, yesterday was two two one two one, so that's kind of you know that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, something like a that. Sunday. So I like crap like that, as you know. Uh, but hey, we're here to do a show. <clears throat> yeah. It was like a long weekend because uh, it kind of was. The BlizzCon mm-hmm. stuff was busy, uh, a lot going on, a lot on our heads, and uh, yes. it feels good to get back to the the regular, the rigmarole. And had this been a real BlizzCon, we may not even be here today because we'd still oh, we still sort of recovering. Be, yeah, I, we'd probably, I probably would be flying back today because I yeah. do the day after maybe a trip to Disney, right? Blizzly, Blizzneyland, or whatever they call yeah. it. You know, yeah. they couple the two. But I've tried that, uh, you know, fly out first thing in the morning the day, the after. day after it's a yeah. nightmare it's a nightmare i'm never yeah, doing that it again is. it is you see everybody in the uh uh in the airport though and they're all on the wi-fi and they're all playing hearthstone yeah on there yep. <laughs> although i guess in 2018 they were all playing i saw a lot of switches playing uh diablo 3 in the uh, oh sure 
sure. that year, that year in particular. But prior to that, yeah, it was uh, it's yeah. always Hearthstone ever since 2014. <laughs> ever since they uh, announced it or, or yeah, brought yep. it out. Uh, two twenty two twenty two is a Tuesday. Okay, Great. thank you. All right, Victor. set your set your clocks now, everybody. Yep, just hone it in because we're making That's it right. happen. Hey, we were just talking before the show about how uh, Daft Punk broke up, mm-hmm. uh, and not broke up like you know Beatles style where they don't like each other and they want to go do their own thing. It right. sounds like they're just right. like hanging it up. They're just like okay. they kind of do wish that there was a little bit of that. Like like yeah. you've got like a robot fight yeah yeah then i get to i, I want, what I want to see enough is, of your boops and beeps <laughs> <laughs> i want to see them tear each other's armor off not armor but they're like biker helmet yeah. crap and all that just so i can see how old these dudes, dudes are because they've done this magic trick for all these years almost 30 years where they yeah. they you 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 never could see who's in there and i know we have pictures of who these guys are it's not like it's a sure yeah it's not a super whatever uh, but kept secret but because you do that and that's your thing and that's your gig and they barely ever see who these real people are you never they never age they're just you know robot men who live forever and i that said yeah I have no doubt in my mind that when the right, pre- like 10 years down the line or five years down the line, there's going to be a thing. Oh my God, Daft Punk is reuniting for this one thing, mm. like a new Tron movie or a, uh, Oh, I'd take the Tron movie thing. Junkie cool. XL remix of something or whatever. And they're going to like get back together for, for one more project. So I think that means their last major thing was the weekend collaboration, I think. Was Starboy, yeah, I think yeah. so. I don't think anything yeah. else. So now we just have Mother F and Starboy and no no Tron <laughs> sequel, no other rad thing that we want. That's right. Like I said, I I I almost I'm almost willing to put money on it saying that they'll reunite for something in 5 years or 10 years or whatever. I would normally, for fun for the show, take a counterpoint, but I actually agree with you. Yeah. I think they will. So. Yeah. It's what everybody does. I mean, the Eagles even made a joke out of it. Yeah. You think they end up in... Oh. Um, this, this is a real test of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Does an EDM sure. artist pair like them make it in there now that they've had this big, long run? What do you think of that? Yeah, it's a good question. I feel like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has broken so many rules as far as what genres of music they allow in there that mm. um, it would be hypocritical for them not to 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 allow an edm yeah band in there i mean if they've got they've got uh a couple country performers they've got some they've got a lot of rap yeah lots of rap lots of hip-hop yeah uh uh, all sorts of business (laughs) that's right and the person that's going to induct them into the hall of fame is going to be fat boy slim Oh, just, I like I'll this. Just, uh, I like that. That's great. I'll just call it right now. Norman Cook, Norman Cook will uh, get up there and uh, sweet and induct them into the Hall of Fame. Nice. Either that, or they or, need to no, get. Or it'll be the weekend. Oh yeah, the weekend will do it. He'll say, "But he didn't he hear not, you." He may not make it out there because he'll he'll get trapped in those hallways behind the uh, behind the stage and be looking around and trying to get it and get lost. And no, oh, it's so bright in here with all these lights. Yeah, that meme just keeps They're blinding. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That's my favorite part of that. You see, the, uh, uh, sorry, this is one side note about the weekend. Fine sure. performer, well done, hell of a career, yes. good job, Super Bowl, all this. Yes. Uh, I had wondered, though, if he was like a space mutant because his cheekbones are a million times higher than anyone else's. So I thought, <laughs> you know, know, what's going on with this guy here, right? So I, I did some... look at the weekend's cheekbones. Hold so on a so second. I went, yeah, bring that up. So I went and looked it up. 
hundred percent had work done. Uh, he, oh, he, really? Yeah. No way. And he was really open about it. Like he, he he went to some events with like bandages all over his face when he was still healing. Like he didn't hide it. It was like a. Are you sure that just wasn't the the bandage stick? Because he has the bandage stick. He does have the right bandage stick. But if you go look at. Uh, let's see, where's that comparison shot I saw? It's really crazy. Um, and again, no, you know, I don't have any, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't have any, uh, pain toward it or anything. It's fine. Uh, let's see, where is it? Okay, oh. so he has got, oh, there's a, the yeah, full story behind his January bandages. 14th. Oh, recently? Yeah, pretty recent. Um. Like, pre, just, re- like, just a little bit before... Yeah, those aren't. I mean, there's no way those came with the with the with the box. Is what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, there's hold no- on a second, you know, because I'm saying it's fake plastic surgery face. So really, oh, like, really, it isn't just the shtick? Yeah, I think it's just the shtick, isn't it? Oh, so those that right there, I just put in our Discord. Those aren't permanent. That stuff. No, let's see. Here's uh, what's going on with the weekend's face. <laughs> Is the article? Wow, I can tell. When he revealed a radical new look on social media, totally creepy selfie. Uh, the blinded by the lights singer. What blind? It's blinding. Blinding lights is the song, right? Yeah, there's no blind. Blinded by the, the blinded by the lights. Well done, Grazia. Yeah, Grazia. Uh, GraziaMagazine.com. Yeah, well done. Well done. You guys um, killed. But it's just a stunt as the facial alterations were all prosthetics for the new music video for Save Your Tears from his new album. So Oh. So did he have you didn't have these at the at the uh uh at the, uh, at the, the thing. Super Bowl deal? Yeah. He didn't wear these because I, yeah, I didn't I don't think he did, yeah. All right. Well look, when you're a mother effing star boy, you do what you want, is what I'm saying. But but can we trust a magazine that thinks his song is blinded by the lights? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that wrapped up like a douche song right it's the wrapped up like a douche song yes exactly mm, yeah they're they're insane they're they're a bad uh they're a bad journal journalistic uh rag for saying and that. when you hear that by the way when you hear the springsteen original of blinded by the lights it, he it sounds like revved up like a deuce it's just the manfred man cover that uh that sounds uh, douchey. <laughs> well, I would I would ask the chat room this: Where were you the day you learned that uh, the original was done by Bruce Springsteen? Today, oh, yeah. right here, I was sitting right here. I didn't know. Really, oh, I had yeah. no idea. Well, Brian thanks. does this. He comes to the show, reminds us all that uh, something's a cover we all thought was like a thing. I had no freaking idea, and it seems like the yeah. chat's the same. They're like, "What? Are you kidding?" Yeah, there's a few people. Yeah, uh, blind. Th- I want to say it's from the Wild, the Innocent, the East Street Shuffle. His first album might be from second, but. Um, it's a lot more, I mean, it's early Springsteen, so it's a lot more acoustic than the uh, the very production-heavy man-for-man version. All right, now here's a question for you that I would hope yes. I'd never have to ask in my lifetime. Yes. The phrase, wrapped up like a douche, makes sense to me because <laughs> you'd say, all right, well, there's a, I've got the douche, its work is yeah. done, I'm going to wrap it up, and then chuck it away. But okay. if you say revved up like a deuce, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Like a deuce coupe, like a like a little deuce coupe, like a car. So you rev it up. What's a deuce? You, a deuce. It's a uh, uh, a car. <laughs> specifically, you can ask me specifically what kind of car a deuce is. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know what that is. I've never heard it's of it. It's a like a. Uh, uh, let's see here. What is a deuce car? Oh, 
There was a car oh, called the 1932 Ford Deuce. There you go. The Ford Deuce. Oh, it's one of those yeah. like hot roddy front end looking gnarly. Yeah. Uh, you, the minute you see it, you know it. It's it's uh, yeah, exactly. I just had never heard of it before. Okay. Oh, the Deuce. So the Deuce is because it's 1932. So the, the Deuce comes from the from the two. In oh. 1932. Oh, that's interesting. Otherwise, it'd just be 1930. <laughs> 1930. 1930. <laughs> no one wants to rev it up like that. But do you no, see you're that, not going to hear Mad from Man doing a cover of that song. The one, the pick I just put in the Discord is totally. Now nice. I know exactly what it is, and it makes sense that you would rev one right. up. You would rev one up. Yeah, you rev yeah. up like a do, rev it up like a deuce. All right. Well, another runner in the night. This has been great. Hey, now uh, I would also I would also argue a different kind of deuce would be something you'd wrap up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if you're camping, take care of your stuff, man. Yeah, wrap up that deuce, would you? Bury and then it. Take it uh, far away. Yeah, bury it. Get it down way deep. Okay, here's the here's the fun thing I want to do today. The other day, mm-hmm. finishing up a documentary that I think I'll probably include mm-hmm. as a side recommendal this week when I get to it. Cool. Uh, I don't have to talk about what the documentary is, except to say that it covered a lot of stuff from the '80s, '70s, and '80s, and. Specifically in the 80s, for some reason, they brought up uh, Robert Stack's original Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. Remember that? Okay. Remember that show? Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. Ding, 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 I remember ding, him. Ding, ding, ding. I remember him standing in front of a nearly pitch black background, but there was something like he was in a uh, an antique store that didn't pay their electric bill. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, That's a good way of putting uh, it. That's exactly it. And he would, and he would stand there looking all serious going, do you have any information that would lead to us? getting this guy in jail or whatever and they would yeah. play that music well anyway it was yeah. a thing it was mostly for our parents but whatever uh it existed and uh they kept flash in this documentary they flashed up this 1-800 number if you had any information about the capture of whatever fugitive and i thought where does that number go now <laughs> so if i call mm-hmm. if i call the number that used to get people caught for unsolved mysteries if i had a mystery to unsolve no to solve and i would have to call that number in 2021 where does that number go and i didn't try it who is the who is the maybe lucky person that ended up with that phone number yeah or is it the same do they hold on to it do i call it and and, because there's a new version of this on netflix i guess the Unsolved Mysteries oh, Netflix show. Really? Okay. Which yeah, I haven't if watched. I, if I were them, I would have snatched up this phone number like uh, Toot Sweet. Yeah, like a, like a douche you got to wrap up. Exactly. Like you snatched up like a phone number for... Uh... That's right. <laughs> wrap it up. So uh, yes. so I'm going to call it. We're going to find out what it is. All right. The number is 800-876-5353. It's an old public number. And I'm gonna okay. hit. I'm gonna dial it now. I didn't do this beforehand, so this may be a complete flop, or we may strike gold. We don't know. Oh God! So here goes. Here goes everybody. Hello. <laughs> no routes found. That's it. Wow. <laughs> no routes found. But there I found some, a route. There are some mysteries in our phone system, like not just a. <laughs> or anything like that like we used to get all the time yeah you get these weird dark corners of the internet or the the phone system now where it's no routes found. Yeah, what does that even mean let's try it again i want to make sure no routes found yeah I, uh, why is kevin on the phone saying no routes found <laughs> exactly they're like this guy got paid by the way to uh 
All right, now, Kevin, before you say no routes found, make sure you wait a couple seconds because we don't want to have to edit around it, all right? So take a breath and just say no routes found. All right, ready? We'll take one and go. Thanks, Kevin. No routes found. <laughs> Thanks, okay, Kevin. You now did do great. A, now do a lively one. No routes found. Oh, there you all go. All right, now do a yeah. they went with angry his dead, one. They went with his deadpan one. I guess. <laughs> that's right. Kevin's out of there. Anyway, that's a dumb thing. I was hoping Aww, we get something. That's a bummer. Like- At least, yeah, give us something. That is the, there's, we have a new unsolved mystery, yeah. apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what we that don't is. know who to call. Oh, Greg says, make sure we don't play that three times. But what happened? Bees come out of our mouths or what? What happened there, Kevin? <laughs> or Kevin? Greg isn't what I meant. Now I'm calling everybody Kevin. Uh, all right. Well, that was a, that was fun. Uh, just so everybody knows, we've now proved it. Unsolved mysteries, uh, 800 uh, uh, tip line from the 80s no longer works okay that's right. All right another mystery that's been going on for a while scott is uh centers around me yep and i i put this uh put this out there i think in december uh what's brian gonna get first the vaccine at least the first dose yep. or a playstation 5 and i think we're one step closer to the answer all right i'm gonna guess can i guess sure uh playstation 5 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good guess. It's oh, good. Absolutely correct, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, I ordered it. So, you know, basically just kind of keeping an eye on things. During, um, I think it was during BlizzCon Line on Friday, or maybe it was before, uh, the, uh, 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 who was it, Best Buy was doing their deal. And here's the way Best Buy does it. it tries me nuts. They basically make it so, oh, we've got five playstations let's open up things for a little while and make the little buy now button on that page yellow yeah and then oh when those are gone then we turn it back to gray sure and uh uh when you click on it while it's yellow it says okay one has been added to your cart do you want to pick it up from the nearest best buy and make sure you're you know if i'm I'm helping people if they want to get one as well sure but um you make sure you're logged in that you've got your credit card information because it's not like a, all right, we're holding this for you for 10 minutes until you complete your purchase. It is, if you don't get through the purchasing process in before somebody else gets through the purchasing process, you've lost it. Yeah. So, uh, um, but here's the dumb thing that Best Buy does. It says, all right, would you like to pick it up from the closest Best Buy to your location? Which in my case is oh, you mean West. one? You mean one of the dumb things that Best Buy does? Got it. Okay. One of the dumb yeah. things. One of the, the myriad sure. of best thing, uh, list, worst things list. that Best Buy does. Dumb yeah. things that Best Buy does. For sure. Uh, so it says, okay, Denver West. Oh, yeah, there's not going to be one available there, but there's going to be one available in Littleton, which is 10 miles away. Do you want that one? And say, oh, yes, go to that one. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not going to be available there. How about Greeley, which is 25 miles away? Yes. Oh, I oh nope, that. sorry. How about South Denver, which is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so it'll just basically go boing, 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 and keep going until until this is oh sorry, we're all out. It's because it's not, it's not based on availability, is it? It's based on... It's just them saying, How many, oh, you right. didn't get it here. And the algorithm, not their algorithm, their programming says, what about the store that's next closest? And that's all it's yes. doing. It's just sending it so down that So until everybody gets through their purchase process, um, it's going to keep bouncing you around to all the different stores. And then once once it's back to sold out again, it says, oh, it's not available anywhere. Huh, sorry. Mm. Maybe we'll release some more. So what I did this time is uh, I said, okay, all right, Denver West. Like, oh, no, it's not going to be available at Denver West. How about Littleton? Nope. 
Denver West. And I click Denver West again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. How about Littleton? <laughs> How about, all right, Denver West. <laughs> and I keep, I just kept pushing on Denver West until finally I said, one has been, or, uh, okay, enter your, your security code for your credit card. And, oh, wow. It worked then. Got the email. It worked. And I got through, got the email confirmation. Listen, I didn't want to, I was so, um, hyper focused on getting through this thing i have like five bucks in best buy rewards cash and and this would you like to apply some of that no just no uh, anything yes just no stop purchase yeah you want (laughs) littleton you want littleton wow right exactly so so they're not shipping it you got to go get it is the deal i have to go pick it up and uh, i'm not going to tell you what day i'm picking it up in case there's anyone who wants to pretend they're me Mm -hmm. although now they know the store (laughs) so they (laughs) can just keep going there every day but uh uh i have to go pick it up so until i have it in my hand the 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 jury is still out on what i'm getting first vaccine of the ps5 but all right uh, well, I, uh, I I feel hopeful for your PS5. Although, I hope you're not like my friend Sean, who lives mm-hmm. in... I think he's still in Phoenix. Anyway, uh, he's on his third, second or third PS5, and now is waiting for his fourth controller replacement. So, oh, wow. I hope you don't have his weird luck. That guy had God, nothing I but problems. Not too. Jeez. Yeah, nothing but issues when you got his. I, don't know I did. Uh, of course, I've got to order a game, even though the smart thing for me would be to just wait and and um finish avengers <laughs> because i've i've barely played avengers which i was waiting for for a year and a half or two years yeah but uh i thought miles morales was going to be my first purchase but valhalla went on sale uh, oh. assassin's creed valhalla so i said well i'm getting that nothing wrong with that my game's great nothing i enjoyed the hell out of it so and you'll yeah. only be you'll you'll already be in this like open world uh uh, mood after Phoenix Rising, it's kind of got some mm-hmm. of that DNA in there. Uh, yeah, same company yeah. and everything. So, so anyway. my goal is to try and finish um, Phoenix Rising, or at least get through as much of it as possible before it arrives, so that I can I can feel better about switching and not saying, okay, playing you know uh, straddling three games: uh, Warcraft, Shadowlands, uh, Phoenix, and uh, yeah. Valhalla all at once. I played a lot of WoW yesterday. I think the I think the event got me excited. I don't know. It does that every year. Like yeah. the most I play Diablo or Hearthstone or anything outside of WoW is right after BlizzCon. But yesterday I couldn't be bothered. I, I you know basically was getting <laughs> seriously. I was like getting work done. That's good. Getting stuff ready for ANTP tonight, and then we. Uh, uh, had a little birthday thing for my uncle, and um, and I didn't open WoW at all. And I have not, I've not advanced. This will be the first week since it came out that I've not advanced my renown in WoW. <sighs> Brian, what I you know gonna... I can't. I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it this afternoon. Okay, all right. I feel a little better about yes. it now that you said that. A little bit yes. better. Well, uh, oh, there... and Claire reminds me about Animal Crossing. Dang it! Yeah, that they're adding Mario. Yeah, did you see oh. all that shit? They're warp pipes in that yes. now. Warp pipes. Yes, warp pipes. Get from one end of your island to the other now. Oh what? my gosh! What the frick are we even uh, doing? Can't do it. Let's ask him what he's doing. It's Brian Dunaway joining us. Hi there, pal. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello, Brian. Sure, nice to how see you. How are you guys? You know, pretty good. Pretty good. You? Super. And how I'm are you? doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel rested. We didn't have. Uh, we had no uh, film sack, so I feel very rested, very recharged, and ready to hit 
Yeah, Jesus I got to admit. Dear, what are we watching this weekend? I, I don't, I, even, know I, I don't even know, but I got to admit, like Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday, they, they felt more weirdly productive for me because I didn't have that extra stress, which it's, I love the show, but it was like a nice little... Oh, I love the show. Yeah. But you forget, it, yeah. it takes us, each each of us takes about four to six hours a week by the time you watch the movie, record the show, do your yeah. show notes. Right. Yeah. It's like, right. wow, yeah. where did this it's, birth of time come from? Right. <laughs> it's six hours just for me to write my intro every week. Right. Oh, yeah. At least. Easily. Well, we always wonder uh, how long those brilliant things take you to, to make, so... Yeah. Virtuosity is uh, the virtuosity. next movie. Virtuosity. Oh, yeah. The first but not only time that those two uh, actors would work together, they were in that gangster, American gangster later. Uh, so that'll be a fun part of that to talk about. I don't know the two actors of which you speak because I know nothing about this movie and I'm fine with that. Oh, all right. Well, it's Denzel Washington and, uh, and the, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, <laughs> in my head, my head went. Are you not entertained? And that's all I heard. I couldn't and, think of his name. And a very young Kaylee Cuoco, and a very old Louise Fletcher. Fantastic. That's yeah, what yeah. we want. Nurse Ratched. Ex- excellent. Uh, we have on the line with us a listener. We're going to play a game. Uh, hi, who's this? Hi, it's Amy Red Fraggle in the chat. Hello, Amy. Hey, nice Amy, to have Amy. you here. Uh, you were How's uh, actually it going? how how uh, fortuitous because the version version of the game we're playing today. Featured you one time, so this will be great. <laughs> hey, Brian, why don't you explain to yes. Amy how this works, even though she was one of those people one time? <laughs> She's on this side now. That's right. We're playing What's Your Nerd? I've interviewed a member of the Tadpool and asked them nine questions and a subject in which they consider themselves nerdy. Scott and Brian are going to take turns predicting whether or not our guest will get those questions correct. If they predict correctly, they receive a point. And the first player to five points wins the game. Amy, as always, your job is to choose which of our two hosts will more accurately predict our guests' knowledge in their category. If you're correct, you win our prize package, which includes everything you could possibly want to drink. That's right. You're going to get a uh, a bag of Kahawa coffee from Kahawa Roasters, Ooh. which is awesome. And you're going to get a bag from, or I'm sorry, get a bag of tea from Phoenix Pearl Tea phoenixpearltea.com so you get tea and coffee it's almost like you're uh, a flight attendant asking passenger 1a what they want to drink very nice uh both of those ship directly to you very cool i'm speaking of kaylee cuoco she was a she was a flight attendant asking if you want coffee or tea in that show she did that's right it all comes back to kaylee cuoco all roads lead to kaylee cuoco all right so before you can uh decide which horse you want to back uh, Amy, we're to, uh, our our guest. Let's find out who our guest is for What's Your Nerd? Not hearing it. Oh, you're not? No. We well, just, poop we, on we, a stick. Let's we just thought here. there was a light and oh. li- long pause. You know what? I switched the I switched my microphone over, but I didn't switch this over. There we go. <laughs> All right. One here more time. Who's our... <laughs> Let's find out who our guest is. I'm here with Barry Folk. Hey, Barry, how you doing, man? Hey, Brian, good. How are you, sir? Good. It's time for What's Your Nerd. Now, you told me, well, you gave me a few choices. The one I decided on was Inception. Oh. <laughs> you put the idea in my head. <laughs> uh, how, long, how long has it been since you've seen the movie? So, it's actually only probably been about a month. Oh. I... The backstory on this is when it came out and there was such a big buzz. It was a time that I was going to see movies every week and we were going to go see Salt. 
but the buzz was so big and I was worried about spoilers. This is before I was listening to you and Scott. And uh, <laughs> uh, so we saw, and it is one of those few movies that I had no preconceived notions going in and totally blew me away. The combination of the, the plot, the, the, the cinematics, uh, c- cinematography, and certainly the music blew me away. I really don't know if I blinked in the last 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I was physically exhausted. And I'm like, that was fabulous. Went to see it again the next night. Uh, and I think I ended up seeing it four times at first. Like, it was just one of those movies that just completely grabbed me. And so I try to see about once a year or so. Okay, good. Well, then you 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 should be a shoe in for all of these questions. You should have no yeah, problem. I've heard your questions, and you you lead people astray. So I'm <laughs> I, I'm nervous. Oh. Scott, help me out here. Brian, help me out. <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump into it. Here we go. All right. So Inception, he saw it about a month ago. He's a big fan of the movie, so that should kind of give you an idea of how how yeah. well he's going to do. Uh, Amy, knowing that that is today's topic, who who do you think is going to be uh, better about getting predictions right on how Barry does with his questions? Oh, so much pressure because I really want this little prize package. I'm like all about yeah. the coffee and the tea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's go with Scott to win. Okay. Okay. I like that. And then all right. do I pick who goes that- first or... Uh, because you picked Scott to win, he automatically goes first. Oh, look at that! That's how that that's how that works. Because it's right, a, it starts starts him out with a little bit of an advantage. All right, cool. Maybe I don't know. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So I asked Barry uh, during the first level of an Inception: five minutes of sleep in the real world is equivalent to how long in dream time? Oh man! So for every five minutes, how long is the uh, is it in, uh, is in, in dream time? Oh, well, like Barry, the dream time. It's not important for you to know it, but you have a, if you have a guess, you can give me your guess. It's I mean, more I don't actually, to... I don't remember, but knowing, hmm, I also love that movie. I have to mm-hmm. think that if he saw it that often, then and then tries to see it once a year, it's like the way I do Waterworld. He's probably going to know. So I'm going to say yes, he'll know. Okay, you know he'll see if he knows. And by the way, uh, five minutes is one hour in okay. time. And uh, Larry Kenobi guessed correctly. Oh, we're- yeah, they had a calculation where it slowed it down. I want to say it was like twenty times slower, so an hour. An hour is exactly right. Yeah! Good job. Yeah. Nice. He got it right. He didn't get his math right because five times twenty is not one hour. No. But uh, <laughs> but he did get the question right. So well, that's why I was nervous at first because when he said the math, I went oh, and then I heard him say the yeah. answer, and I went ah. <laughs> It'd be an hour and 40 minutes by my my math, but yeah. uh, that's it doesn't matter. You got it right. So very good. Uh, since you have the lead, this next question goes to Brian. Oh. Uh, I asked Barry, uh, when recruiting a new architect, Cobb Barry. visits his, Sorry. his father-in-law in what city? All I heard was Barry Scott. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> could you Sorry. I can repeat the question. When recruiting a new architect, Cobb visits his father-in-law in what city? Oh, okay. Um, absolutely. I mean, you just watched this a couple of weeks ago. We did on Netflix. So I mean, yeah. yeah so come on, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's Barry see. will know this. Barry. Barry. <laughs> let's see how he does. So I believe he went to Paris, France, to visit with him, played by Sir Michael Caine. That's right. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> Which automatically gives any movie just an extra level of status. Gravitas. Yes, correct. So good job, Brian. He did know that one. Good job. Uh, Goes back to Scott. 
Okay. Uh, I asked, I asked Barry, what is Ariadne's totem? Because you know everybody has their little mm-hmm. totem, and I asked him if he knew what Ariadne's was. I'm going to say he absolutely knows that. Yes. Now, um, do you do you remember what it was? Because I'm going to tell you that it's that I'm I'm. Uh, this doesn't give anything away, but I asked him to be specific about it. Uh, it, it is it the Ken Watanabe character? No, Ariadne is uh, Ellen Page. Oh, that's Ellen Page. Right. Yep. I think she's I the. Think it, was a, it was a bottle of soy sauce, wasn't it? <laughs> what? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I get it. Uh, hold on. I don't remember hers. Uh, uh, shoot. Um, it's the uh, yeah. Michael Sarah is her token. I've no yeah. idea. <laughs> That's right. But I think he knows. He'll know. Okay. All right. Oh, Elliot. Uh, it's a he. Uh, it's uh, Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. By the way. Oh, I'm sorry, Elliot Page. Correct. Yes. yes. I need to. Get he that not right. she. Yeah. Do I do I use the pronoun for Beck when she presented as a woman? Yeah, that's I don't, a, this is, that's a I don't good question. I don't know how yeah, that does, works. Does time matter? Because I've, had the, <clears throat> I've had the Wachowski question. question for years and years and years, and I, st- I don't, I still don't think I know how I'm supposed to do it when we talk okay. about old stuff. Tally's Earl says yes, so I will say yes. Okay, so don't dead name retroactive. All right. Okay, all right. Uh, here is how Barry answered that question. It was a chess piece. And she would knock it over to see the balance. Mm-hmm. What chess piece was it? I think it was a rook. Oh, it was a bishop. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> it, oh, a chess piece isn't enough. Chess piece wasn't enough. Uh, uh, really? That it was a oh, bishop. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, what was it? Was a bishop? It was a bishop. A bishop. Yeah, was oh, very, yeah. You always kick over the bishop. That's what I said. You always kick over the bishop. Yeah. So, uh, Brian gets a point. That means it still stays with Scott. All right. Uh, I asked uh, Barry, during Dom's dream sequence, on what floor does the elevator stop at limbo? So what what button do you push in the elevator uh, to go to limbo and housewares? (sighs) Haberdashery. Um, (laughs) Well, I don't know that, but I don't know. He's. He seems really, really into this movie. So I'm going to say he does. He knows. Okay. All right. Uh, fourth floor, by the way, is what we're looking for. So let's see how he does. All right. Tom's dream. So they went down. Oh, I'm going to have to guess it was like negative four. I'm going to give it to you. It is the fourth oh. floor. Woo! Negative positive. Good job, Barry. Barry. <laughs> it's a very European thing, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Fourth basement. I don't know. Yes. But yeah, they went down four floors. So you know what? There you go. If, if they were traveling on a number line, they went negative four spaces. <laughs> there you go. Oh, nice. So yeah. Okay. I think probably because I felt bad about Bishop, I gave him uh, negative four for fourth floor. So You know who balances. else felt bad about Bishop? Sigourney Weaver as Eleanor. Ah. Uh, <laughs> she would always feel yeah, bad about. She always Bishop. felt bad about. All right, Bishop. so we're back to a tie game, two-two. Right. Okay, we're going back over to Brian for this one. I asked Barry, what composer wrote the music for Inception? Mm. Oh, you know, he doesn't. Barry hasn't struck me as a absolute specifics kind of guy, so I'm gonna go with. He don't know this one. Oh, I, all right, all right. Okay, Scott thinks Scott. I think knows. I think he absolutely will know. But let's see. All right, let's see what he says. Let's see how it goes. Oh. We'll put money on it. Now, this one I absolutely know because, I, like I said, I was floored by this music. So it's Hans Zimmer. It is Hans Zimmer. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's some of his best freaking work, man. It's so That's freaking right. good. 
Oh. Barry even said in his intro how much he loved the music, so yeah. that should have been it. Oh, so me. that's on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's on you. That's on you. Hans Zimmer, baby. Uh, all right, Brian. Um, we're coming back to you for this one because Scott's in the lead. Uh, I asked Barry, which alumnus of the Dark Knight trilogy played the role of Robert Fisher? So there's it's Christopher Nolan, so there's a couple people, right, that he pulled in from the Dark Knight trilogy. Right, but right. Uh, specifically, who played Robert Fisher, which is the... The owner of the head in which they go incepting, I think is oh, the correct yeah. term. <laughs> Barry Barry knows this one. Okay. Do you know it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think I know looking it. For, uh, is it. For Killian Murphy. Yeah, Killian Murphy, I was going to say. Yep. All right. Let's see how he did. Yeah, and he's got an unusual name. He does. Nope. Not to give anything away, but yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one I don't know. Oh man, it's uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, I was for yeah. a minute. I thought you were going to say his dad. Uh, the uh, I should have. I should have known because he said uh, at the beginning he's Kane. that one. No, yeah. Kaiser. So he was like the that one dad. guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the but play oh, Killian oh, Murphy. Uh, right. I'm uh, no. It's uh, you mean uh, Killian Murphy's dad? It's the guy who was in like all the action movies in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, uh, and he's he's Kaiser. He's the fake Kaiser Sose for most of uh, that movie. He's oh, uh, is he really? Yeah, forgot about that. He's in uh, the in the name of the father. He's the father in that movie. I can't think of his mm-hmm. name. Gosh, dang it! He's so great. Shattered. He was in not Gabriel Byrne. Ugh. No, he's he passed away sadly not long ago, and he was Postlethwaite. Pete Postlethwaite. Pete Postlethwaite. That's right. That oh, you know who? Awesome. That's right. He was Kobayashi. No, you know who I was thinking of was his, his, the bodyguard was uh, the other guy, the action movie guy. Oh, that's who oh, I was thinking of. Right, right. Similar dude though. Face. Similar dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Uh, all right. So uh, Scott's got four. Brian's got two. Brian stays with this one. Uh, while nominated for seven Academy Awards, how many did Inception actually win? At this point, I don't even think I even know Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry. So how uh, do you think Barry knew this? I don't recall Barry saying anything at the top of the show, such as he likes the music. <laughs> okay. Or I was really blown away by a number of awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say knows it. I, I think Barry knows this. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see if he knows that uh, Inception won four awards, by the way. Sound mixing, sound editing, visual effects, and cinematography. Let's see if Barry knows that. I believe they actually didn't get too many. I know the one that I was disappointed on is Christopher Nolan didn't get it for. I don't think he got it for director or I'm not even sure if he was nominated for director. They should have certainly got it for original screenplay, and he did not. Mm-hmm. But I think they did get it for some visual effects. I'm going to say they only... Got one. Okay. They actually got four. Uh, Sound mixing, sound editing, visual effects, as you know, and then cinematography. That means that Scott got the point, giving him five points, giving him the win, and giving uh, Amy Robinson a few uh, few things to drink. Tea and coffee. Chicken dinner. That's right, Amy. How do you feel? You you picked a ride today. Well done. Yeah. Very Congrats. excited. Very excited. Yeah. You're you're not just very excited. You're very excited. Uh, very excited. Very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, I've got four questions left. Let's have a little fun here. Um, if you predict two of these correctly, Amy, I will add a Steam game to your Ooh. prize package. Oh. Oh. 
right. So uh, we'll go through these quickly. I asked Barry if he knew the names of Dom's kids. Uh, you, did he know that? Are you asking oh, her or us? I'm going to say I'm asking yes. Amy. Okay. Okay. All right. She's I'm going to say, say yes. yeah, that he knew that. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see how he did. There was Philippa and Michael. Oh, gosh. You got Philippa right. Uh, Philippa and James. 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 Oh, you know what? I'll give it to you. You got it before I said it. Oh, you got, well you said James before I said it, yep. so I gave it to him. Very he good. Squ- he squoze right. it in. Uh, uh, according to Christopher Nolan, the third tier dream involving the snow-covered mountain chalet was inspired by which James Bond movie? Did he know which James Bond movie inspired that? Oh, hmm, interesting. Well, he seems to really like Christopher Nolan, so he seems like the kind of person who would have like read, you know, like read the the liner notes for lack of a better term. <laughs> right, watch interviews so, and stuff like that. All right, cool. Yeah, right, yeah. So I'll did. say yes. I'll say he knows that too. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> this is an area I am not an expert in, so hopefully they sure. pick that I didn't know it. Why <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be a? Well, let's pick one I know for sure is not right. It's going to be Moonraker. <laughs> There was no, I think there was skiing in Moonraker. There might not, but maybe there wasn't. Uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, okay. The one Lazenby uh, Bond. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So didn't get that one right. Uh, but do you still have another couple chances to get this, Amy? I asked him, who says the following line? Your condescension, as always, is much appreciated, Arthur. Thank you. Did he know that uh, Eames said that? Yeah, I mean he he watched it a lot, so I'm gonna say mm-hmm. the dialogue is probably a probably a pretty easy get for him. Yeah. I realize I'm just okay. guessing yes on all this, but he seems to really know the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, let's hear how he did. <laughs> that does sound like it was Eames. Uh, he's the counterfeiter. That is exactly right. It's absolutely Eames. Congratulations. Yeah, those Amy, those two are awesome. A, I'm adding a Steam game to the prize package, and then there was one question left. I asked him which cast member of Inception hosted Saturday Night Live twice, first Ooh. in 2009 and again in 2012. Any, anybody have a Let's guess? Let's all guess. Uh, which okay. which member of the cast? Yes, which which member of the cast hosted SNL twice, first in 2009 and again in 2012? I'm going to say, uh, I bet it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, if I had to guess. Uh, yep. That's Brian, my guess, guess as well. Guess. That, that yeah. would be All three of your guesses would be that. Let's see, let's see if that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess Gordon-Levitt. That's exactly right. Ah. Good job. Right. Does, he, yes. does he go by Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> Gordon-Levitt. Gordon. I'm going to call Gordon him Levitt's Gordon gonna... if I ever meet him. Gordon, I love your movies, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last name, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because Gordon-Levitt is the hyphenate, and it's his last name. Well, that's right. I forget it's hyphenated. I always yeah. forget that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I'm going to call him Gordon anyway. name. I'm doing it no matter what. I'm so, gonna... very good. Well, you guys all did really well, and Barry did really well He did. That. Barry. So, congratulations. Amy, you get the prize. Scott, you 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 win the game. Yeah. And uh, Brian, you win my admiration for, for just being who you are. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, well, Amy, I'm glad you Mine won because as you know, <laughs> as you know, we are we're big fans of yours and we're glad that uh, you were a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Have a fantastic week and email Brian. He'll send you those codes. Yes. Coverville. <laughs> send or me, that, your, that send me your mailing address and I'll get uh, coffee and tea out to that's you. That's right. Coverville at gmail.com and we'll see you soon. 
All right. That's right. Big thanks again to Phoenix Pearl Tea and Kahala Coffee Roasters for their prizes today. Yeah. I'm sad to lose, but glad when someone wins. Yes. Except uh, Scott. I don't like it when he oh, wins. Oh, well. <laughs> well, good, because uh, I'm going to win tomorrow on our episode of The Boop Show. That's right. Me and Brian yeah. Dunaway, every Tuesday, we do a little show called The Boop Show. And what is it about? Well, let me tell you. It's about video games, usually of the indie variety. Uh, a lot of weird stuff we find on Steam and other places that we end up uh, recommending to you fine folks. If that sounds interesting to you and you want to hear a couple of chuckleheads laugh and have a good time, then go check it out. That's tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 Mountain Time uh, live, or you can just check the podcast out later, whatever you'd prefer. Brian, anything else you'd like to mention? I'm playing a lot of uh, Valheim this past weekend. Oh, yeah, I've Valheim. Yeah, Valheim, Valheim. Uh, we're, I'm also Valheim. playing. I think I'm bad at Valheim. I oh, <laughs> I am absolutely bad at it. And it is one of those games. It's a survival game. Yeah. It is core. Yeah. Uh, and I, I is what about one more? That's what I keep doing. It's like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm just going to play for 10 minutes. Yep. Just one more. Yep. One more rock. That game. Just one more, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one more build. One more, one more thing. Have you bought, have you fought any bosses thing. yet or is it all just building so far? Whatever. No, I've only, I've, I haven't gotten to the first boss yet. I, did you, if you fought the deer boss, I think that's the first one. No, but apparently it's like super heavy metal and cool to see. Sweet. Yeah. Like the music gets real weird and it's like, uh, just like freaking Viking metal, like badass awesome thing. Three million copies sold in three weeks on Steam. Yeah, they've Insane. done really well. They've done really well. Uh, good on them. They're making a lot of money. Hey, Brian Dunaway, uh, nothing but the best to you and yours, and we'll see you next time. See you guys. See Bye you now. Wait. <laughs> there it goes. Alright, <clears throat> <right>, well, <laughs> that leaves us with precisely enough time to rip out one news story. So here it is. You need to read this, sir. You need to read it now. Oh, it's very urgent. Brian, it's the news brought to you by Bacon. What is it good for? Absolutely everything. Say it again. Do you need more bacon in your life? Well, you're in luck. Zoe Brings Bacon now has merch featuring art by the wickedly talented Scott Johnson. Visit bit.ly slash Zoe Brings Bacon. That's Z-O-E-B-R-I-N-G-S B-A-C-O-N. For a limited time, receive 15% off when you use the promo code BACON15. Get your official bacon merchandise today. Yeah, get your, get your bacon on, son. All right, nice. check this out. <clears throat> a yes. white male professor masqueraded as a female immigrant of color on Twitter to make sexist and racist comments. Uh, great. Why would you do uh. such a thing? Uh, well, let's find out. A white male university yeah. professor. Boy, don't give that guy tenure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't even give him three year. Dude, strip him of his like sweater and his pipe or whatever bullshit idea of a professor I have <laughs> in my head. Rip those, rip those patches off the elbows of his jacket. That's right. <coughs> take, take it away. Uh, let's see here. He has uh, quit after posing as a female immigrant of color on Twitter to make sexist and racist comments. As I already said in the headline, why did they write that twice? I don't know. The assistant chemistry professor at the University of New Hampshire. That's where all the little hobbits live in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who the Daily Beast has identified used the now deleted account, the Science Femme Woman in STEM. Uh, I mean, STEM research. I don't know. Oh, yes, yeah, STEM, yeah. Uh, I assume. And the Twitter handle, uh, Piney, Piney the, whatever that is, according to the yeah. Portsmouth Herald. Ever been there? Uh, they were a customer. Uh, yes, I have been to the Portsmouth Herald. 
Yeah. All right. See, look yeah. at us. Yes. Funny. I couldn't describe it, but I know they were a customer. I know they went there because that's when I, that was, the, that was the day that I crossed New Hampshire off my list. There you go. Port's mouth. Yeah. I'd like to say it that way. Port's mouth. Uh, the account taken down on September 29th was routinely sexist, racist, and transphobic. He was also accused of attacking mostly women of color who disagree with him and encouraged his followers to do the same. Uh, in one tweet in his account to his 13,000 followers, he wrote the following. Here it is. I was, a success- I was successful in killing my, my debts woke statement. Oh, my department. Sorry. My department's woke statement on recent social unrest. This took several weeks and may have permanently burned some bridges, but I think it's important. It's a toxic ideology that cannot be given an inch. Uh, I'd like to pin this guy down and kick him in the nuts four times. That's what I'd yeah, like to no do. Yeah, no kidding. I hate stuff like at this. Least, at least he didn't say, well, I did it as a lesson for my students. I didn't mean any of the things I said, but it was all part of a lesson for my students. Yeah. Oh, Safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chat room asks only kick him four times. I mean, maybe more. I'm not a violent guy. Yeah, no, we'll hold him down for as many people want to kick him in the. Yeah, you possible. want to. God everyone... just wants the first four, yeah. <laughs> and everyone only gets four. But the line can be as long as we want it to be. Okay, right. exactly. Uh, well, that guy's dumb and lame and should yes pay for his sucks. Uh, let's move on to take uh, a break. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, our good pal Bill will be here. Then we got Steven Schleicher who will join us as well. And uh, yeah. we'll do the usual Monday business before all of that, a song selection from Brian Nibbett's Vast Library. Oh, this is a good one. So it is uh, some heavy, uh, dark and heavy rock. I'm bordering on heavy metal, but these guys are, are great. So this is, uh, we're going to Norway for this one. A Norwegian Grammy Award winning artist that uh, performs as Erebrot, A-R-A-B-R-O-T. And there's a little, little icon over the A, little little circle. That's, you know, I don't know what, what you call that. But uh, they have a brand new album called norwegian gothic that just came out uh it's really really good and this is their first single from the album there's a great video that goes along with it here is erebrat and the song kinks of the heart
Carolyn and her mother have found one way a girl can repay a boy for entertaining her. A bite to eat at her house will save him money. Perhaps they'll bring another couple home with them. That would be fun. And sometimes someone is stealing the pillows. The Morning Stream. A little dabble, do ya? All right, we are back, everybody. Welcome back to the yes. program. Bring another couple home. That'll be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Sure would be. <laughs> Man, I went down a rabbit hole on some... Uh, every once in a while, I'll just find a batch of, like, PSAs from the 50s. Yeah, uh, like oh, new, so much great oh, stuff. Oh man, we were weird then. What yeah. a weird society. People who made PSAs believed some weird stuff. They really did, and it's just so like I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's really, really odd. But hey, <laughs> whatever it makes for good fodder for the show. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna bring Bill in and do Bill things, and we're gonna start with this. Your bat caves open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishedProps.com and the Greater Seattle area. Bill, welcome to the show. Good morning. All our snow is gone. It. Oh, I know. Wow. So is ours. Weirdly, we had a foot and a half the other day. Well, last wow. week, it's gone now. Oh yeah, melty. Goodbye. It's just like that. I went to some, basically wherever people piled it up when they were shoveling snow, it's still there, but everywhere else is gone yeah. over here. Yeah. yeah I, I went weird. to the the beach on Saturday. It was great. Oh, I mean, it, fun. Was, it was cold. It was really cold. Yeah. And uh, I didn't go swimming. You didn't get in. You didn't. You <laughs> didn't. Uh, you didn't get in there with your. Uh, I don't know. Your. <laughs> Someone was. There was a guy down the beach who was swimming. Uh, polar yeah, bear I think society he had, member. Yeah, he had something to prove. I think not <laughs> yeah. me. Well, good, good for that guy, I suppose. But uh, what's weird is all of that horrible snow, ice, and weather disruption in Texas and, and kind of down the middle of the country like that. And today it's like 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. No more snow. It's all wow. gone. Where was that last week when we needed it? Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Anyway, good luck to everybody down there. They're still dealing with the aftermath of that mess. But oh, uh, yeah. at least it's warm again. So uh, uh, normal Texas weather com- incoming. Anyway, uh, well, Bill, it's good to have you here. Uh, we always talk about cool stuff in the maker world, and uh, that's the world you inhabit. So why don't you tell us what we're doing this week? Today, I want to dive under the hood of the YouTube game by the numbers, because mm. our YouTube channel just crossed 50 million views. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Nice. Not a small number. No, it's very uh, good. We've been at it for a while now. We are, we're also pretty close to hitting 700,000 subscribers. Which makes us the 36,832nd largest channel on YouTube. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's crazy. You really have those. They give you those numbers. That's a thing you can get. Those stats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, awesome. you know, we, have, we have some work to do, but look out number uh, 36831. <laughs> Coming after you. <laughs> Coming after you. It's, what it's a lot time. easier just to look at the next uh, step in the ladder as opposed Absolutely. to looking yep. at the top of the ladder. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's fun, something I started doing, I'm glad I did this uh, when I started my channel. I keep track every year of all the stats of our channel. Mm-hmm. So every year I'm like, hey, how many videos do we publish? Um, how many per week is that? How many new subscribers did we get? What's the 
growth percentage, how many views, that sort of stuff. How much money did we make? All of that. But keep a track since we started our channel in 20, technically 2011. In December of 2011, I started my channel. Uh, and I figured we'd dive in. So I think this is interesting stuff and people might get a pretty interesting perspective here. All right. Well, you've been so, at it long enough. I'm, you've got lessons. So why not? I share? do. And yeah. I have lots of data. Oh, data. Data is uh, great. So the channel was started in December of 2011, but I didn't post that first video until February 2nd of 2012. And in that first year, I published 13 videos, and that earned me 195 subscribers. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, and uh, let's see. Since then, we've published nearly 700 videos, so we've been busy. Uh, and as an example, the next year, in 2013, we published 93 videos. So I jumped way up. Started publishing videos like crazy, and that scored us another 8,000 subscribers, mm. which was really cool. And every year, for the most part, that number keeps going up. Yeah. Uh, although 2020, not so much, but there's a lot of disappointing things about 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Got a whole list going right now. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so the first year, um, you know, 13 videos got us 200 subscribers. Another 100 videos got us 8,000. The next year we did another 100 videos. We got another 11,000 subscribers. And it keeps going up and up and up. Is the, um, that is the, is the early really lesson? Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think the, the early lesson on all of that is just consistency means consistent growth? At whatever rate, if you just keep putting up mm-hmm. content, whether it's exponential growth or, or just trickling, either way, you're going to grow because you're consistent. Yeah, yeah, and and especially if you're learning, getting started, might as well make a lot, make yeah. a lot of videos. Just get a lot of practice, repetition in. In fact, in 2016, we were making, we were averaging more than three videos per week, uh, which, if I'm being honest, was a little crazy. Yeah, yeah a lot of a, videos. It's a, lot. it's a it's a very tough bar to set for yourself to maintain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. too much. Uh, and, Ever since then, every year, our number of videos has gone down, which is really interesting to see it climb up and then fall back down again as we sort of figure out what pace is good for us. Right. Um, I didn't even start tracking how much money we made until 2015. So I had been running this channel for three years before I was like, hey, are we making any money? <laughs> and in that first year, or in 2015, uh, we made $2,500 in ad revenue. That's not bad. Now that's I made it. Oh yeah. I made 105 videos, so that's about $25 per video. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you I put a lot more than $25 worth of work into every one of those videos. <laughs> yeah. Your your hourly rate on those videos not not great if you look at it from no, that perspective. Not yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brian but, and I know all about this. Like how to how to make sure you get the most hours for the least amount of ask. Oh, we're yeah, all yeah. about that yeah. here. We're all about doing a monthly <laughs> a monthly Patreon for a show that happens five days a week. We all we know right, exactly, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, so good news though is uh, the pay, the hard work did pay off. I mean, uh, it's, it's picked up in the last few years, except for 2020, and that was a little slow. Um, but nowadays, our channel can drag in between twenty five and thirty five thousand a year, and just that's just in ad revenue, hmm. and that we're talking like. Um, 11 million or 13 million views a year will get you that kind of money. Now, here's the problem. <laughs> Those videos take even more. Like, our videos nowadays take so much work to produce. It's, yeah. just, it's just a lot. But they're good. We like, we like it that way. But everything else in our life and our business is more expensive. We have a shop with rent that we have to pay. That's 
a lot. Uh, I like to get paid. Brittany enjoys getting paid. And our employee enjoys getting paid. All of those things you can see quickly take $25,000 a year and just make it vanish. Sure. Just evaporate. Yeah, poof. Um, so I think it's a good lesson to learn that for anyone who's thinking about starting a YouTube channel, that even if your channel, quote, makes it, right? You have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. That ad revenue, unless you're getting lots of views per video, is a hard thing to count on. And we, we don't count it. We don't count it on it. We, we treat it as call extra. it as gravy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's nice. It helps, but it isn't enough to run this company. So we actually make most of our money from our store on our website where we sell our books and all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And Patreon and YouTube memberships are, are what we call our extra credit club. Um, that money is far more consistent, especially the, the membership stuff. Um, and then the store stuff is great because I have control over that. If I am like, hey, I need to you know get work done on my car. I guess we'll just have a sale on our website. And you know, books are you know five dollars off for a week. Sure. Make a little extra money. We we have control over that, and that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, um, you also then, have control over like whether or not. If your store grows, it's because you've done, you've made the right moves, put up the right stuff, changed up the selection, done the right sales at the right time. Yeah, like it means you're actually doing, you're you're running your store well if you have growth on that store. Whereas ad revenue from whatever source is just spotty and random, and you can't right. control it's, it. Yeah, it is. Uh, um it is susceptible to the the whims of advertisers whether or not they want to buy ads so like january is generally really bad because after the holidays ad buyers don't want to buy ads like we already sold all our tchotchkes for christmas we're going to take a break in january so ad revenue drops off historically in january every year um so you can count on that but also um have something else to replace it really good sure sure which is what we try and do you know we have lots of, we are we're always trying new new stuff with the uh, patreon stuff and the our own store and we, we also have our books on amazon that helps a lot too but um that's stuff i can count on and that that feels a lot better sure uh but it is definitely very interesting to look back the last 10 almost 10 years of youtube and see how this this uh spreadsheet i have kind of tracks my behavior it's really interesting my the most ridiculous thing here is how i started at 13 videos a year i crept up to 171 videos a year and then last year i published 15 videos a year oh again. wow that is weird yeah it sort of came back around and we want to publish more than that obviously but you know pandemic yeah stupid stupid pandemic i always say mm-hmm. <laughs> now that that said though last year <laughs> i made more money per video than any year in the past yeah because we published people so many stuck videos. at home yeah, yeah, yeah. we made we published so few videos, but people still kept watching. Oh, them, you know, gotcha. Right. So the 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 video to revenue, right, percentage right. was higher. Gotcha. And and this is also super deep in the weeds. But the the more traction you get, the more dollars you get per view. So um, back in 2015, I was making about point zero zero one two dollars per view, and now I'm making point zero zero two nine. Oh. Review. That's all. That's more than a quarter of a penny. Wait, is that? I'm not sure. Know. Yeah, that's more than a quarter of a penny. <laughs> about a quarter of a penny per view. We have a prep- quarter of a penny. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, thanks for the clicks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> quarter of a penny. You don't even get old Abe Lincoln's yeah. full face in a quarter of a penny. You no, like certainly forehead. not. Just the nose. Yeah. Just the nose. 
Uh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, like there there is a feeling out there of, um, boy, if I can just hit this user threshold on YouTube mm-hmm. or any whatever platform, that mm-hmm. it's just smooth sailing from there. And um, I remember you saying an early edition of this of this show or of this segment something about how you don't want to consider that or any other place like you're the only basket you're going to put your eggs in absolutely yeah you got to spread it around and and diversify how you deliver your content to to however people want to get that content and youtube you know for for some people maybe in your case maybe is the prominent outlet but you're Mm -hmm. you're still got to have these other things in play these other spinning plates or else it just isn't going to work and i think that's true kind of across the board for artists for etsy creators for whatever kind of thing you're making you know be it this ephemeral sort of internet stuff or physical things you're shipping to people or whatever you kind of have to think that way or else you get in yep, trouble yep yeah. now you're starting to, to sound like uh, one of my favorite people nicole spagnola ah uh, yes responsible for teaching she's, me a lot of this stuff i just didn't she's mess up a lot any, of us that yeah, yeah i just yeah, didn't yeah. mess up any names i wish i would have thought about it before i started talking because <laughs> i would have it would have been fun anyway no but that's great uh very cool uh grats by the way on such a long run so far that's Thank awesome yeah always keep good doing it that. Uh, any uh, bonus content you brought with us to eat with you today? Absolutely. Speaking of big YouTube channels, um, and and also this this uh, I know channels that are ten times bigger than mine that still deal with this stuff. Like like you were saying, there is no threshold right. over which, unless you're PewDiePie, maybe uh, you can be like, we're good now, we're fine. Uh, speaking yeah. of giant channels, my friend Jazza made a cool video. Oh. Um, so this is a, another channel he has. It's called Tabletop Time. Ooh. So if you're into painting D and D minis and doing tabletop stuff, that's the place to go. And he's or, really or Marvel Crisis a, Protocol minis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dude, yeah, uh-huh. He, uh huh. Yeah. He he just started using this channel again, uh, big time. And he put out a video where he made a diorama using UV curing resin to do water effects, and it's very very cool. Oh, look at these. Oh, that's so cool. You know, right. I haven't, I need to do more with the clear resin, mm-hmm. uh, with the resin printer. I, I pretty much use gray, then prime it, and then um, <laughs> they're just going to go right up the butt of that uh, <laughs> that mini there at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it looked like Grimace. That was like Grimace's butt. Kind of Grimace's butt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we've <laughs> enough of that in our lives. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Oh, this is interesting. They went and found like, uh, like uh, dime store dinosaurs and... And stuff to build their thing. Yeah, I'm watching. Oh, because they're ripping the pieces apart to yeah, create yeah. an amalgam. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. That's wow, they're great. right back to that butt again. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the butt gets featured prominently. It really does. It's yeah. just right there. It's yeah. got a good shine on it. It's got a couple of good highlights. <laughs> they, used good, they used a good gloss paint on that. Yeah. One. Well, when I first yeah. saw it, I thought it was actually a light in the room that was reflecting off of it, but it's not. He's he's painted it, and the paint. Yeah, the highlights is, are painted. It's really good. It's a really well done job. <laughs> anyway. Oh, look at this that he's doing with the particle board. Yeah, like ripping it apart by hand to make a rocky That's great. Texture. That is amazing. Yeah, huh. It's really good stuff, yeah. So, yeah, uh, the, the channel's called Tabletop Time. It's run by our buddy Jazza, the, the illustrator. Um, if you look up UV resin for his diorama, you'll find it. It's it's neat. And I'm sure lots of other people are using this UV resin to make cool stuff, too. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Although yeah. I don't know why this pantsless guys going after this fish but whatever but. 
<laughs> uh, well, that's great. Bill Duran, it is always a pleasure uh, to talk to you, and uh, glad you're doing well. Uh, everyone check out his stuff, pun- punish- punishprops.com. There's no <laughs> in there, and that's, I put that in. Uh, also, the YouTube channel, which you can just find by searching for Punish Props. You'll run right into it. Bill Duran, uh, Chimbeard on Twitter. Have a fantastic week. You too. See Bye. You next Bye. Bye. Um, okay. After the show, okay. remind me to tell you something. <laughs> okay. Right. Just remember, say, hey, Scott, you told me to tell you something. and You're, you're going to tell me that my butt's just as shiny as Grimace, right? Yeah. That's, that's, yes. Uh, and that yours is also done with paint. It's an illusion. Yep. Yeah, resin, uh, resin, shiny, resin. Brian's resin ass. Mm. Resin ass. Resin ass. All right, major spoilers coming in. Excited to talk to Steven. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. I made a change. He texted us both, and I put what he texted in the show notes. So oh, I missed that. I tried to we're run calling my... an audible, and instead of talking about what he said to talk about, we're going to talk about one division. Oh well, let's see how this goes. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas. What's going on? Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey. I'm Hello. It's cold in my office. Hey, let me tell you this. I really okay. enjoyed being a guest on your uh, your lectury thing last oh, yeah, week yeah. for your class. That was great. Thank you for having yeah. me on there. And then uh, Friday we had uh, Chip Mosier, oh. who is the uh, head of content at Comixology, come in and talk about working in a company and how uh, dealing with the Amazon environment and those kind of things. So that was really fun and cool. Did that one kid go? Not that I'd ever want to do this or anything, but uh, <laughs> he had a lot of. There's something I don't understand. Can you answer this question for me? Because I don't understand. Uh, it's all right. Was, uh, That's why you're there. Uh, That's why you're there to shape these young minds yeah. and prepare them That's for right. the next generation of leadership, right? Well, you missed you missed the uh, the best part where he uh, he came out. I think on Wednesday and said, "I make it a point to never talk to women." <laughs> oh, great, great. That's that same kid, right? It's the same yeah. kid. I'm th- okay. yeah. That's fantastic. Everyone keep an eye on him. We need to keep a dossier he's on going, that kid. He's going places. Yeah. We don't know where, but he's definitely going places. It's going to get weird. Anyway, hey, uh, it's good to have you here. I did not see the Audible. Uh, my text, for whatever reason, thing Oh, no, that's fine. Open, but, uh, that's all right. That's what I'm here for is to put that stuff in the chat so you don't have to worry about it. Now, well, and a lot of this came from pre-show talk. So people who are sure. listening who are not part of the uh, Patreon feed where you get all the all the pre-show talk you need to sign up so you can hear what we're going to in context what we're talking about exactly um i did want to just make one tiny note though about the thing we were going to talk about uh i've been reading constantine books yes and i didn't know there was a series happening at hbo max so i just wanted to put it out there that i'm excited it's in the works okay i'm i don't have anybody really attached to it it hasn't been given a green light so if they do this right and hbo max is the place for this Oh man, that Here, Constantine! They already red. they already did a Constantine series over on NBC. Yeah, but it was poop because it was, oh, it was NBC. Right. It was NBC, and then yeah, they had to take CW. that guy, and then they had yeah. to take that guy and put him on Legends of Tomorrow because everyone thought he was so, so good at it. So yeah. he, he was really good at it. He and, was, you know, but it's just he's this, one of the best reasons to watch Legends of Tomorrow. I, I agree, but the problem is it's NBC, it's milk toasty, it's 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 yeah. they they hold they back on the network safe. television, and I hate it. Yep. Constantine is freaky and weird, and right. It, it can't be on a. It can't be on a sanitized network television network. I agree. It has to be on something where you can go, go weird. Yeah, go, go weird, go dark. Like take you to go places with that character. And if they, if they do that, hey, hire the guy again. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. him in there. I mean nope. that that would be the perfect choice is to just 
move him over. But apparently this series is going to be his younger years when he was uh, slumming it in uh, in London and getting involved in all the 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 devil work and all that stuff back then. Well, that is interesting as well, just from a story perspective. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying if everyone's if everyone's going to lose sleep over it not being that same actor, I say just hire him, even if you only use him a couple of times for forward flashes or something. I don't know. Yeah, they uh, little kids running through the museum, and all of a sudden, sudden they run into uh, old Constantine, who's just sitting there. Let me tell you a story about when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The young Constantine Chronicles. Yeah, there'll be a lot of chat and says how much smoking will there be? Oh, there'll be a lot. Constantine. Oh, a lot. Lots yeah. of smoking. I mean, that's, that's one of the key elements in the Constantine when you look at his big giant arc is the smoking comes around and has some consequences that he then has to make some deals to get out of. Yeah. And it's, that is a really cool story arc. If anybody wants to read that one, it's very good. And also, can we get Keanu Reeves to guest star in this just because of the one Constantine movie thing he made? We could just have him show up for a minute. Just a little nudge to the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Or get, uh, (laughs) Peter Stormare or, uh, who else was in that? I I really like the Constantine movie. It's not great for like purists, but it's, it's a fun movie. who, Who was the, um, the angel wasn't it galadriel from uh the, no, the hobbits tilda, tilda swinton is who that yeah uh, oh right yeah yeah it's they always i was confused those two when, when i'm thinking of the roles but yes tilda swinton was the angel and had her wings all hacked off and oh man mm-hmm. so cool what a cool movie anyway so we're not talking about any of that though instead no let's let's talk about milk toast uh, networks that uh, <laughs> aren't gonna rock the boat <laughs> <laughs> so i i know that i didn't see so I'm just behind. The weekend was busy. I didn't get a chance to see WandaVision. I'm going to oh, watch sure, it. Oh, sure, sure. We understand, Scott. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. You did have thing, a lot of things going on this week. This I did have a lot going on. Really busy. I had a it really busy really week. Understandable. Busy week, busy weekend. However, I have zero problems with spoilers. So if we want to talk about it, we totally can. Because you here's, guys saw here's it. What, so Brian and I texted a little bit because as soon as I finish watching it, the first thing I do is text Brian, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that. So, so they do reveal. Hold on, before you say anything, chat room. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah. We're now going to talk about, about spoilers. I'm going to try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. All right, but just know but it's here, possible. Here's the thing I want to say. Yeah. Yes. If you want to pause or come back later, or whatever. Here's the thing I want to say. Um, they reveal who we believe is the big bad, and they tell you it was this person all along. I mean, <laughs> literally, there's a song about it was this person all along. Okay. Yes. And part of me is like, well, this is very Marvel because when you try to set up a story where you're going to introduce somebody that is a bad person, you don't want somebody to suddenly step out from behind a curtain and go, it was me all along. And they're like, who are you? Yeah. It's kind of like that time that uh, uh, Lex Luthor in the, in the justice league animated series where Lex Luthor uh, jumped into the body of, uh, of the flash. And he's like, now I will find out who you are. And he pulls off the mask and he goes, I have no idea who you are. Uh, and so, you know, Marvel plays it smart by saying, oh, yeah, it was this person all along. And it's the person that has been there in the front all along. And most people who are savvy on the comics understand that it was this person all along. And people who are not savvy on the comics are going, oh, well, this makes sense. Mm. As opposed yeah. to pulling out. And again, I don't know if Mephisto is going to turn out to be the big bad. He may still show up in this. But my guess is Disney being Disney. They're not going to have the devil show up as being the big bad in their TV <laughs> it, series. It does yeah. seem a little antithetical to their uh, their 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 base or their. Uh... So so yeah. who yeah. so who did that? So wait a minute, who are the, who did they show? Because I actually don't know. I guess somebody somebody that's been there the entire time. Someone who's been there the whole time. So Nora from Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist is the big bad. She's finally somebody whose name could be 
split apart to fit a character that's in the Marvel Universe. And uh, Benedict uh, Wong coming back. <laughs> no? Okay. Right. Uh, Randall Park actually turned out to be the big bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, magic. So, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think is really fun about this is that for seven weeks now, Everyone has been speculating. Ooh, is it this person? Ooh, is it this person? Have you heard about this person? Because they're the basis for uh, the Vision's entire personality. Uh, Maybe it's that person. If you look in this clip, you can see where the picture is hanging in the background. Maybe it's going to be Swamp Thing. Maybe it's Mephisto. The hexes mean something. Hmm. And, you know, part of that, part of the fun in the speculation is, is talking with others and communicating with others and sharing ideas and saying, ah, that one doesn't really sound right. Or, Ooh, maybe it is. Uh, I remember um, we do our dueling review podcast live for our discord server uh, on Thursday nights. And Matthew and I spent like a half hour, like two weeks ago, just going off on what we thought was coming up in the next couple of episodes of WandaVision. And we just had a geek out fun time where we were just talking about this. Like you might, if you were in a comic shop and uh, you know, people were open-minded. And uh, it was just, it was fun. And I think that that's kind of the whole point of of this is that we've had six, seven weeks of speculation and now it finally comes out and every, now everyone can go, oh, yeah, yeah, it was this person all along. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Hmm. Okay. And I think, Brian, are you that same way or do you get ramped up about the speculation part of, of totally. the adventure? Absolutely. And I don't mind if, you know, if I throw out wild theories and they don't go anywhere, I, I like, you know, I do like watching after I've seen an episode, occasionally going on to YouTube and watching 18 Easter eggs you missed yeah, yeah. in the latest episode because maybe one of those actually pans out. But it's always, you know, some some dude with a surprised face who's outlined with a thick white yes! border around his body. Another going, one of those. I hate him so much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, expression on his face. Yeah. I hate him. There's a, come on, people. There's a formula. Uh, I'm sure uh, that that somehow, there's, somebody's done the math and they'll somehow grab people, but. Uh, they must, right. They must call attention. What I we need to do, them. Scott, with, we need to do that for, for uh, TMS videos. All right. Is have us going and have us outlined with a thick white border <laughs> and then say 12 things you missed in the latest TMS. <laughs> I think we'll finally <laughs> hit it big on YouTube. I'm really excited. Now. It'll, we'll finally get. We'll start seeing those bill numbers. <laughs> well, all right. Let me let me ask you this, Stephen, because I kept sure. hearing stuff yeah. on the side, and I don't know if this is just simultaneously happening during the when, the day that the new episode came out, and it just was happenstance, or if it had something actually to do with it. And I was sort of like, do I want to know about this? Should I dig deeper? Should I just wait and see it? But I heard all this Reed Richards talk. Was that? Yeah, just- that goes. So a lot of people, and I, I even thought about this too. And I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That um, you know, uh, Monica and um, uh, Jimmy Woo were going to go meet her aerospace engineer friend, and everybody was just like, "Aerospace engineer friend? You mean Reed Richards is going to show up in this?" <laughs> right, I mean, they right. did say there was going to be a big Luke Skywalker moment in this show. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Yeah, and yeah. no, that didn't pan out. I think that it made a lot out. of people upset. But again. Reed Richards isn't part of this cinematic universe. He is part of some other company's universe. And so if you're going to have him come in, you need to have him come in through some multi multiverse channel, you know, some kind of uh, hub, some kind of nexus where people might be able to to step out from yeah. uh, in in and forward the story. So, yeah, I mean, it was fun to speculate that maybe Reed Richards was going to show up then. But I think that that was probably a little little hopeful and wishful thinking well and i see and there was all and tied to it was a bunch of people petitioning basically to get john krasinski to be 
um, to be the new Reed Richards, which I think is actually pretty great. That would be perfect. If you've seen Krasinski lately and his beard mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. sort of buffed outness, he'd make a perfect Reed Richards. Perfect. He'd be dead on. But I kept seeing these posts going, wait, is he in the credits or something? Did he show up in this episode? Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. tell. So I feel finally I got some res- resolution here because I, I thought there was all kinds of weird gangly stuff happening over the weekend and apparently none of that happened what was the end credits thing i keep hearing about yeah speaking of which there is a scene after the end credits which is the first one that i'm aware of for this season although we do Mm -hmm. we do leave it on because there is so much disney plus has so much stuff at the end of like all right here are the regular credits now here are all the different credits for each localization language localization that when you if you stop after the regular credits you look on there, it's like, oh, there's still four minutes of show left. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and it's like all these credits for all these different languages for the dubbing. Yeah. But there is an end credits scene that you need to make sure you watch. Okay. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's not really a super surprise, although it does feature two characters that you've seen throughout the show kind of bumping yeah. into each other. Oh, yep. really? Okay. And, all right. And, and uh, one of those characters, uh, this is one of the things that that you and I talked about over text, Stephen. I am mm-hmm. so happy that they are acknowledging this person's role in the MCU and what they become yeah. and and how they're getting us there. Even if it's not the, the the regular origin, they're still getting us there. And I'm so happy about that. Yeah, that is the other thing I really liked about about this series is not only is it just, hey, we need something to get to the next big thing. Uh, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but it's also an origin story for a superhero that will show up in the next installment of a particular other movie that will will be coming down the pipe. Yeah, it's so pretty I great. think that that's really cool. It's really cool to see them doing this, just like at all. Like I already was, I was already kind of amazed over the last ten years at how Marvel did what it did with the MCU and did so successfully, and so even when they had hiccups with a couple of movies that aren't stellar it didn't matter like they just they just did amazing things with marvel and yeah. then to parlay that into television and pull people from the films to that and then have that all connect somehow and then have it pull back out into a movie eventually like this is all so rad yeah what a cool yeah, yeah. time to be alive man like you yep. couldn't you wouldn't have convinced me of this stuff go find me when i'm 14 and try to convince me this was going to happen i wouldn't have believed you i'd have been like so the other no. question yeah, the other question is how many episodes are there? Originally, there were supposed to be seven, then there was eight. I looked at IMDb today and it lists nine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't list run times of those final two. Oh, yeah, right. there's only two left. Someone in the chat said earlier, not three. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's two two left. And uh, I mean, again, the people were basing so much on somebody very early on saying there's about six hours of show runtime. Mm hmm. And if that's the case, then yeah, those last two yeah, episodes last two are going to have to be a little longer, yeah. an hour and a half long each, which I don't see. I can see, you know, maybe they do need a lot extra to wrap up on that very last episode. But uh, yeah, um, I'd be I'd be totally happy with that. You don't make them as long as you need to make them, and mm-hmm. and I will watch the whole damn thing. Yep. Now a lot of people are still talking about oh this big uh, Luke Skywalker moment. I think we've already seen the big Luke Skywalker moment. Although oh. I'm still holding out hope for the. Uh, 
the uh, Captain uh, America guy, uh, what is his name, Chris? Uh, Chris Evans. One of the Chris Evans. Chris Evans, where yeah. he says, news to me that Captain America is going to show up in WandaVision. Mm. That still, you know, leaves the door open for, hey, look at uh, Johnny Storm walking through the right. Dude, through I the would portal. lose my shit if he shows up as Johnny Storm. I would lose my yeah. mind. <laughs> that would be so great. Oh, my gosh. I would Because it would mean so many... So many cool things. Number one, getting the getting the Fantastic Four officially into the MCU, mm-hmm. and also just seeing Chris Evans playing that mm-hmm. character. Again. Yeah, like even yep. if it's just a fluky, like like you said, combining of universes and it's temporary, and whatever the Fantastic Four is in the MCU is different or whatever. Just to do that mm-hmm. crossover, and I know that they've got the mind for it because they did it with Quicksilver. Why couldn't they do it again? Mm-hmm. And ah. That would be amazing. And I hate those well, movies. Scott, those movies are bad. Scott will never find out because he'll never watch another episode of WandaVision. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just, I'm only one behind. So I'm going to, I'm watching it today and uh, yeah, it'll be, it's it'll a good. It's a good episode, Scott. You'll really, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, there's some, uh, this is an episode that, you know, I thought the very first episode has some very creepy moments. This episode, uh, I love how they, they, how they pitch it as a, not really, um, you know, the breaking the fourth wall, I think, is the title of the episode. Yeah. But there are some legit scary moments in this episode, oh, especially really? when it comes to what happens to the kids. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Well, you've intrigued and, me. And the TV show that they uh, that they dial into, or, or the two TV shows they dial into, I think are just great choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. are laughing right off the bat about uh, about. Specifically, what I think are the two TV shows they borrowed. Well, one of them is pretty obvious. Just one from of them the is pretty obvious. Song. Yeah, the music and yes, yeah. exactly. and I, some of the some of the way that they they try to do the mise and scene uh, mm-hmm. documentary style is that's is right. very very on on point. So yes, well, that's how uh, you for know both, for both of them. Yeah. That's yeah. how you oh, know yeah, we're yeah. getting. That's how you know we're getting toward the end of the series, though, because the further in the future they get with like sitcom types, <laughs> yeah, the closer mm-hmm. we yeah. get to. You know, thank God we didn't never got a Seinfeld or a Friends. Oh man! Oh, you know what? I kind of would have liked that. I would would love a Seinfeld version of that. Get out, Vision! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, didn't even think about that. That's right. They did kind of. uh, That's hilarious. They did kind of jump over. They skipped uh, the '90s. I I would argue they went late '90s and went right to like Malcolm in the Middle style, Mm -hmm. and then forward. So it's too bad. There could have been a great little coffee shop diner in Westview that they could have hung out at. (laughs) Damn. I love it. Uh, All right. Well, more on that next week. And uh, also, the one other thing that we weren't going to talk about today is the Trailer Park Boys are getting a comic book treatment. And we probably don't have to say much more than that. No. No, What more can be said? It's a little odd. There was was something that you talked about in the pre-show, Scott, about Watchmen. Uh, oh, and how yeah, yeah. Uh, the the character of the question reminds you a lot of Rorschach, and there's a very specific reason for that, is because Rorschach is based on the question. Really? And this yeah. goes back. This yeah. goes all the way back to Charlton Comics, which was a 1947 company ran from 1947 to like 1986 before it went out of business. And one of the things that they were trying to do in order to save the company is they sold off their superhero line to DC Comics. Yeah. And so in their deuce, uh, that included Blue Beetle, both versions, Dan Garrett and Ted Kord, Captain Adam, Nightshade, Peacemaker, The Question, and Thunderbolt, uh, Peter Cannon. A little bit more on him a little bit later. Uh, but then when Alan Moore was doing The Watchmen, he wanted to use all the original Charlton characters. So instead of Night Owl, you could have gotten both versions of Blue Beetle. Instead of Dr. Manhattan, it would have been Captain Adam. Instead of Silk Spectre, it would have been Nightshade, and Comedian would have been Peacemaker, and The Question would have been... 
you know, Rorschach would have been the question and Ozymandias would have been Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. I had no idea. The problem was DC was like, we kind of have plans for these characters after Crisis on Infinite Earths. And if we let Alan Moore do this, we can't use those characters. Yeah. And so Alan Moore just said, okay, fine. I'm going to just basically use everything that I love about these guys, but a different trench coat for, for Rorschach. Different face for Rorschach. Yeah. Uh, What a, what a, I'm just going to say this. That's that is a happy accident Mm because what makes those characters so amazing in that, in, in, in in, uh, Watchmen is that they are familiar, right? They have some Mm -hmm. familiarity, but they are so distinctly also their own thing. Like Dr. Manhattan, Rorschach, those two examples just alone are amazing. And I would, I'm so glad they're not something else. Like, well, if you go back and read some of the original Charlton stuff, you can see a lot of the Steve Ditko influence in both the original characters and how they appeared in the Watchmen script uh, in the Watchmen book. But also you can see how much they changed once they went over to DC comics. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I actually yeah. have queued up a Blue Beetle, a, more, a modern like 2016 or something run. Oh man, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle is yeah. my favorite Blue Beetle run. I'm gonna it read is so that. good. I've got that. It's funny. That's the one I have queued up. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna read through that. Now thing. I would read the the original Blue Beetle run pre 52. No, maybe it's right after 52 when that Blue Beetle run started. That's where I would start because okay. I think that's the best run of the series. The one that I think you're about to read feels like a remix or a rehash of that first run. Gotcha. And I don't think it worked as well. Okay. Well, and the Blue Beetle, he, that's Ringo, right? He's the Blue Beetle. Just kidding. All right. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, oh, a screamy meanies. Hey, you want to feel old? I got a funny thing to tell you. I heard saw this yesterday. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift had a birthday. She is now older than any of the Beatles were when they broke up. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? She's older really than weird. any of them oh. were at the time that they called it quits, which just tells you what an amazing, successful early career the Beatles had, I guess. Yeah. Because they were barely 30 when they when they all get out of there. Anyway, fun little side note. Has nothing to do with anything. Hey, uh, well, that's uh, about it, I guess, uh, for, for this. Steven, once again, the place to go is Majorspoilers.com for more mm-hmm. great comic book industry coverage, as well as other nerdy stuff in TV and film and otherwise. What's going on over there that we should be looking for? Uh, I think this week you should probably check out the comics you want to or so you want to read comics section if you're new to comics where uh, Jonathan suggests a couple of comics based on a theme. This week's theme is road trips. And so he's got a couple of uh, comic collections for you to check out if if you uh, if you want to get into comics. And that is a theme that uh, that is something you're interested in. So hold on. Road trips is the theme of the comic books. Not no. Yeah, Road Trip is the theme of the comic book, so I'll just give one of them away. The The hard-traveling heroes, the Green Lantern, Green Arrow from the 1970s gotcha. is part of that theme. So, gotcha, okay. You know. Not necessarily comics for a good road trip. We're no, no, about, no, no. Okay, okay. All comics are good for road trips, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Yeah, they are, or a if, plane trip. or If you're not you know, driving. Soaking I mean, in the trope. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If yes. you're driving, maybe not so much. But And uh, if you don't get car sick when you try and read while somebody else is driving. Oh, I feel so bad. My wife can't. She can read for about four seconds, and then she's yeah, super Same with Tina. Not me, though. Yeah. I, can read, I can read for days. Uh, all right. Excellent stuff. Major spoilers on Twitter. Uh, Stephen, have a fantastic week. We'll Stay hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> all right. I am cool, hydrated. Cool. I got a little water here. See? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... mm. Oh, yeah. See? You put a little water in you and you, you feel the hydration at work. It's great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those commercials where the blue lines start going through your the cutaway of your body to show you actually getting hydrated. Yeah, yeah. I love those. That's how it works. I love yeah. the headache ones, too, where it's like, 
Yeah. Little red dot will go <laughs> right up to the top of your head. Yep. Uh-huh. That's great. Everything we learned was simple. In the 80s. <laughs> it's how bodies work. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to do a, men, a, a Monday, Monday, Monday morning mashup. That's right. Uh, this was sent in to us via TMS mashups. Jamie made this, of course, as he always does. Uh, taking a break from our uh, compilation of accents. We'll start those up again tomorrow. But uh, today, our mashup is called Penelope. And as usual, we don't know why. So let's find out right now. Hey, Zeus, come in. Zeus? No, I think it's Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hey, <laughs> Zeus, come in. He's not answering. Borka, 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 and then they leave it there and you just grab it and go. Exactly mm. right. I belong Mom. to the church of the smoking of the pot sea. <laughs> you just smoke the pot. Do you find it offensive when people call you bald? Yeah. Do uh, people call you bald? They can, and I have absolutely no problem with it because yeah. it's, you know. Most things but won't I'm, offend but me I'm personally. more than just my baldness, okay? Yeah. There's yeah. more to me than just a lack of chair, a Bro- lack of hair. And a lack, lack of, of chair. He <laughs> established some company called Magnifico. Magnifico. <laughs> this is more like Magnifico. I'm just a poor boy, please give me a loan. <laughs> I need a mansion, 10, 50 cars, please. No, 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 no. Is this Dungeon Keeper? Because I played that game before. That's not what this is. Who is this fictitious game player that you're impersonating? I don't know. I love it. It's not very good, I can tell you that. Um, I'm just a poor but with 400 employees. You're just an idiot who's going to buy a Maserati. <laughs> it's close. Have you seen Have where's you seen the, Bill? Where's the minionette? Where's, where's, he, where's he at right now? Yeah, where's Bill the minion? We need him because he has fire fingers. Um, it says maybe some people decided to ditch the weekend's I performance. and junk with I'm with you. But I like it. I can barely tell like how how thick it is. I got the crunch wrap yeah. supreme. I got a, a little taco on the side. Don't ever tell your wife Coke you got syrup. a little taco I on Coke. the side. Don't ever tell her you got a little on the side. Yeah, I got a little taco on the side. Hey, hey, honey, yeah. I got a little taco on the side. You have what? What? Well, his eyes a cat. His uh, Penelope. Penelope yes. waved to the nice people. Yes. You, know? you are not Manticore, are you? He had a You're penis. not Manticore, Penelope. He had a man penis. Your sweet little girl, Penelope. Siegfried, it's time to go. <laughs> Stage, yeah. You know what she was quoted as saying? Somebody found an upper decker in her house and she said, Oops, uh-huh. I did it again. She said, Did she say that? Oops, I did it again. Yeah. yeah and then they went to another bathroom. She said, Oh, baby, one more time. <laughs> that was a good add on. <laughs> Thanks. That was good. <laughs> I still don't know what the Penelope thing was about, except there it is. Yeah, yeah it was. We just needed a, we needed a new tiger name yeah. <laughs> for. After Manticore. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, we're talking about tigers. Just a random random name. Very well done, Jamie, as always. Excellent, excellent work. A reminder that soundography happened. Brian, tell me more. It did. And uh, I got to tell you, I listened to every song by Typo Negative. Oh, man. And I've got some things to say. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not going to hear it here. You're going to hear it over on Soundography. Soundography.com if you want to hear our latest episode where Hammond and I listen to every song by Typo Negative, And you can hear what we thought about uh, that sort of thing. It but, strikes uh, me that that may have been one of Hammond's picks, right? Had it might have been, although he, he was rough for him, too. Mm. Um, I'm familiar with them because of their great cover of Summer Breeze by Seals and Crofts, which is a bizarre thing for them to cover. It's really but good. But we decide, all right, well, let's listen to the rest of it. Yeah. And uh, there might be some surprises in there about how we felt about it. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. Well, then, my, color me intrigued. Go check it out. Soundography yeah. available now wherever you get your podcasts. And right. uh, if you missed the uh, World of Warcraft Q&A that I mm. uh, moderated last week, you can still get it in archive form over on the BlizzCon.com site. Uh, so if you wanted to hear that and see how it went, you can go check it out. I understand this one. They, they've put up a new version that eliminated the mouth noises from one of the uh, one of our oh. <laughs> guest mics. <laughs> did they? That's great. They did. Um, which at first was... Wow, had was they, so they had to do that via different channels, right? Well, yes. And there, and we did... We were recording different channels. We had a really cool audio setup going on. And that's why I'm surprised it got in. But also they had to... Okay, here's a little secret to the sauce. Yeah, We recorded yeah. this ahead of time. Not by much, but enough time for them to, uh, you know, make sure we didn't have any outages, power, ISP. They got to be able to control that stuff. So we recorded this before the live airtime, um, but wanted it to feel, you know, raw. There's no, there's not like a ton of editing or anything. But I think right. they just missed it because it was just crunch time. It's just so much, it's only so much you could do. But here's what's funny. This is why people. I think this is why the world gets so conspiratorial about things. They. As soon as everything of, of the con was done, it was up in archive form, except for the Q&A, okay. because they were going to go back and re- eliminate those mouth noises. But sure. the players were like, what happened to the Q&A? Why isn't it up there? What do you think they're trying to hide? Do you think they're taking something out there? Yeah, they all had these conspiracies about a question got removed, or they let something slip they weren't supposed to, right. or... Right. Something like that. Oh it's no, like, they told us about Anduin. No, no, they weren't supposed to. Yeah, yeah and they're like, no, they just were fixing some audio issues. It's not a big deal. So anyway, um, but it was meant to seem not seem like for all intents and purposes, we did it live. Mm-hmm. The reason for doing it ahead of time was to just be sure we didn't have a. I mean, if you have a failure, a massive failure live, let's say my internet yeah. goes out, that's bad. So exactly, no, it makes ab- it makes absolute sense why you do that. There's there's no reason you're not interacting with the live watchers, so there's no reason to take that risk and do it live. No, we we wanted we wanted to be able to give that feeling of like you know I'm asking questions in real time and they're answering them in real time and we're not editing questions, we're not an- editing answers, and and that ret- we we did we did we we maintained that. And that was good enough. So uh, anyway, if you missed it, you can go see the whole thing now. It's up and cool. So go check it out. I really had a good time doing it. I can't. Um, I can't wait though for the next expansion when uh, you're going to face a boss. The first boss in the in the first raid is going to uh, kill you with mouth noises. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're behind a pillar. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible encounter. <laughs> Oh, uh, I feel bad. The person didn't know they were doing it in the mic. I know. She, yeah. She's or awesome. she, or he or she he didn't or she. know. And yeah. It's so, so sad. There you go. Uh, all right. That's it for the show. That's it for us. Uh, thanks for all your support, by the way, over at patreon.com slash TMS. We're nearing the end of another month, which means chance for people to re-up and or come join us for the first time. For as little as a buck a month, you can get all this nonsense and uh, take advantage of us. We're stupid. Come do it. Um, oh, also, we got a play date coming up. When's that? Is that this week? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it'll have to be, right? Because the 28th is Sunday. So if we do it on the last, it's always the last weekend of the month. So let's say Friday the 26th. Friday the 26th. That sounds good to me. Let's cool. play Among Us. I like it. Claire yeah, Jack. I like that. We'll have some Among Us time. That'll be uh, that'll be our focus. Humongous Among Us. So, Fungus uh, Among Us. If you want to uh, be there, you can be there no matter who you are. But if you want to get into these games, you need to be a patron. 
So uh, head on over and check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. And what else was I going to say? I always feel like I'm supposed to say something about our recording tonight, of which you are aware of. Yeah. But I yeah. shouldn't because it doesn't matter because this is all. No, they won't hear it for a month. I know. <laughs> Although, first episode should be coming out next week. I recorded a bunch of stuff for both Bobby and Hammond, who are doing independent versions of the shows. Yeah. So um, one's abridged and then one is complete. Uh, so depending on if you want the whole enchilada or if you just want a bite. Um, you'll you'll get your your choice. Yeah, because so, that's a lot of cheese. Should be next time. week. Yeah, sometimes a bite's all you all, all you want. Uh, Just a little bite of that enchilada. That's right. Uh, which is I don't know. I was gonna say a thing, but it'll spoil something, so I won't. All right, there's that. Hey, the morning stream at gmail.com is where to send your email at uh, things, uh, stuff, questions, whatever's. Send them. <laughs> send your email address. Yeah, send too. your email address to the morning stream at gmail.com. <laughs> that's how we get them. All right, that's it. Let's get out of here with a song. You betcha. Uh, by the way, if you want to send in a request, go to frogpants.com slash TMS. Scott has a link right there that'll get you right to where you need to submit your request. So please do it. Yep. Carl wrote in. Carl used that link and said, hello, chalk and cheese. It's my wife's birthday on February 21st and followed the very next day by our eighth wedding anniversary. Tracy is my partner, my wife, and my whole world, and I love her more than she'll ever know. Our wedding first dance song was always by Bon Jovi, so if you could possibly find a cover of that or anything by Ed Sheeran for her, that would be amazing. If you can play it on the day, that'll be amazing. If not, any time, keep up the amazing pod, guys. Carl from England. Well, Carl. We'll forgive you for calling it a pod, by the way. We'll forgive you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. saying bros. Oh, yeah. Man, no, I hate don't it. do that. Don't do that, Carl. <laughs> Carl, get back in the house, Carl. Um, or the flat, I guess you're in England. Oh, get yeah. back in the flat, Carl. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have any covers of Always by Bon Jovi, and the ones I found online were sound alikes. So we're skipping that. We're going to the second request, which was Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I love I love this cover by Scary Pockets. Scary Pockets, if you're unfamiliar, is the is the other band by Pomplamoose and Patreon founder Jack Conti. And oh, it's funky yeah. and super cool. And they do some amazing covers themselves. Uh so it's great. Go check it out. Scary Pockets from their 2017 self-titled album. Here's their cover of Shape of You. Isn't the best place to find a lover So the bar is where I go Me and my friends at the table doing shots Drink a fast and then we talk slow Come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance Take my hand, stop a fan the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance I'm singing like, boy, you know I want your love Your love is handmade for somebody like me Come and I'll follow my lead Come and I'll follow my lead I'm singing, boy Somebody like me Come and now follow my lead Come and now follow my lead Yeah I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet's do I thought my heart is falling too I'm in love with your body Last night you were in my room And now my bed sheets smell like you Every day discovering something brand new 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Watch your mouth, mister. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.